righty. <laughs> Here we go. Y'all already know. You already know what it does, what it does. It's another episode of Verified Vibes. It is Terrence Simone. Just me today, but I have two lovely guests. We're going to go ahead and just get it popping. So um, let's go ahead and introduce my good sis right over here to the left. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Tiana, little T, baby T, whatever you want to call me. Now I don't go by any of that stuff. But yeah. my name is Tiana, and I'm just glad to be here. Yes, tell, tell us, tell us what you do. What is, what is it? Um, I do a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of random things. But I'm a, I'm a personal trainer, um, right now, and I'm a student about to graduate in May. Woo 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 woo. Okay. I'm a speech communications major, but um, yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram, Tiana T-I-A-N-A dot X. Okay, wonderful. And then we have Miss Love. Yes, hello. You know you love me. It's your own Nico <laughs> Love. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I am a radio host. I have a show called Inexperienced Adults with another woman. Her name is DJ. She's not here today. Um, I am an HBCU graduate. I graduated from the Grambling State University. And I have a degree in um, mass communication as well. Wonderful. Yeah. Yes, we love it. Yes, I was also a NASCOM major. Wasn't it so fun? Mm, no? Okay. I went to West Georgia, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. Don't but, do the West. I mean, you know, go West, go Wolves, but. <laughs> I'm um, talking like I go there still. It was, right. <laughs> it, it was okay, because we had, I don't know if you, if Grambling had, like, concentrations. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So my concentration was digital media and telecommunications. So okay. I didn't really do too much until my senior year. Mm-hmm. So okay. it was straight. But I, I feel like I did more outside when I graduated more than I did inside. In okay, mm-hmm. okay. But, um, of course, thank you, lovely ladies, for being here. We already know that it is March, and it is Women's History Month. So for this episode prior, you know, back in the day, if you're a, you know, Current viewer, past viewer, future viewer, whatever. We, um, me and Taj, when we were, is this really necessary? We had a boss base link up type of series, mm-hmm. and we just um, showcased our favorite female female artists. I think we had a makeup artist, we had a, um, a stylist com, and we also had a um, what's her name? Someone. Y'all remember the song um, from "She Just Be Making Me Hot." You just want to <laughs> lick on my twat. Y'all know that song? Mm-mm, no. No? What is one? That's Missy Elliott. Oh. Um, I'm not hip. Is it new? Y'all don't know that song? Uh-uh. What is the name of the song? How you going to ask us? We can say we don't know it. <laughs> Y'all know that song. It plays on the radio. Anywho, let's just go ahead and move forward. So let's go ahead and get into our first segment. So why are people like this? We already know that this segment is the funny, relatable tweets that we have on Instagram and Twitter, so I have a few for today. Um, let's start off with, I can flirt with you and be 0% interested. This one. These are facts. These are facts. That might be my favorite one. Yeah. Already, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody said that we're trifling for mm. that, you know? Mm-hmm. I disagree. Um, I just don't understand why we have to like everybody that we flirt with. Why can't it just be entertainment? Right. Why can't it just be, I want to talk to you for five minutes and go to the next person? Yeah, like right. if I just wanted you to pump my gas. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm flirt the gas with station you. is easy for that one. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> they love doing that. The gas station niggas, you know, they'll do anything. Right. And, but I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't call it trifling. I feel like sometimes it's just conversation and it kind of turns into flirting sometimes or sometimes you know you don't really know what else to do so you kind of just like flirt your way out of it right something like that that's like the easiest thing mm-hmm. i feel like that can be the option for a lot of women mm-hmm. like i don't think i've ever had to flirt my way out 
No. No, I just, if I want to leave, I leave. Okay. <laughs> so. Just two-step on yeah. out that thing. Yeah. But have you ever felt bad? Like, have you ever, inten- like, not mm-hmm. unintentionally flirted with somebody and then next thing you know, they like you and you're like, damn, I wasn't even trying to do that. But <laughs> so now you're stuck in a situation that you can't get out of. It's never happened to me, but it has been like a potential, like a fear, like, like, ooh, I hope they didn't take me too serious because I'm not trying to go that route, you know? Yeah. But it's never fully, like, happened. I don't think that's happened to me either. I think, I don't think I pay that much attention, like, when, if that was to go on, because I just, I'm kind of like, like, it's been, ha- it's happened at the club, kind of, mm. but that was more of a situation where it's like, oh, I don't really want to talk to you, and you're still here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just naturally flirty. So a lot of people either I'm either aggressive or mm-hmm. people think that I like them. So I'm like in in the boat. So I'm always Can you tell that like in between? Like when you're doing like when you're being aggressive or when you're being Sometimes I'm working on that. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> as far as actually being aware of when I'm being like overly aggressive. But it's really just that's just me. Okay. Like sometimes I think I'm just I don't even know the word. I'm extra passionate. So I'll start yelling and screaming, and they'll be like, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't really even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it out and just putting it out there. But, you know, flirting is fun when you're trying to get what you want, but period. Um, next uh, one, I'm either going to be submissive or pay all my own bills, but I'm not doing both. <laughs> <laughs> this one came from Twitter, and this one actually had um, a lot of – hashback um when you looked in the thread some people said you know one dude said i didn't know that you had to be broke to be submissive and i think submissive is submissiveness is a real touchy topic mm-hmm. not touchy it's but a relative lot of people, yeah. yeah how do you feel about that how do you feel about submissiveness because um, first of all go ahead i'm, I'm no, gonna no, tell no, y'all you the go, definition you go first you go first no 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 go ahead Go. I, I don't even know what I was going to say. Oh. I had to get my thoughts together. I'm trying to <laughs> play it off, and you just throwing me under the bus. My bad. But I was just trying to pull up the definition of submissiveness so we can, you know, have something to go off of. Yeah, that works. So to be submissive is to obey Ooh. or to yield. That Ooh, obey yeah, word. Like, mm. Or yield to someone else. When you are submissive, you submit to someone else's will, which literally – you put your own desires lower than theirs. They need to update that definition to This came from vocabulary.com. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like submissiveness, like, like you see how uh, strict that definition is, like, mm-hmm. so how harsh it is. Yield. So I don't think when we mentioned submissiveness, like, in that tweet, I don't mm-hmm. think that's what they meant. Because when I hear submissive, honestly, I think that, what that definition says. I think of Fifty Shades of Grey type submissive. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I feel like for a woman to be submissive it's kind of past paying bills and all that it's really if you have a partner that's dominant enough to get you to be submissive to them so i don't know i feel like that's not a good word to use in the tweet but i see where they was going with that mm-hmm. but you gotta say me though no go ahead um i was thinking because that was something else that i saw on instagram where it was referring to i think a girl tweeted um I'm single if any six-figure niggas is looking for it or whatever. <laughs> and a man um, commented back and said, do you have six figures? And then a, another woman commented oh, on that, that tweet and said, um, well, you can't speak for six-figure men. So ba- said. <laughs> basically saying that men don't really care about 
what a woman has as far as money. All they care about is looks and, you know, being submissive. If you can maintain the household, if you can cook, clean, you know, take care of the kids. Mm. That's what a woman said that men prefer. And I was um, speaking to a lot of people on Instagram, and I had a lot of different insights. I had some men that agreed and some men that said nah. And there were some women that were saying, yeah, if -hmm. you, unless you got good looks and a good body, like, niggas ain't looking for no... Mm-mm. nothing else but that they just want the bare minimum i feel like you can only live on that mindset for so long if you're trying to like create a life with someone like really like marriage and so on finances come into play even if right. like it's beyond like who gonna pay this bill and what bill like i feel like when you get married your finances come together so how much someone makes that kind of matters it kind of matters and i don't think every man is only looking for a woman that can keep the house up or whatever it is that they were mentioning like I feel like it differs between each man just like anything else yeah I definitely think it's um it differs between who the person is um I think in our day I guess in this generation a lot of guys they say that they want like a woman that cooks and cleans and stuff like that you know like there when you text a nigga he's always like oh can you cook like that's the first can question. Yeah, right. Like, can, can you do something? <laughs> can you? But they really, at the end of the day, they're like, "Oh well, nah, she can't. She can't even buy her own purse." Like, you know. Right, so right. They, it's kind of like, "Well, what the fuck what do you want? It? Like, yeah. which which one do you want? Somebody that is gonna be in the house, or you know, whatever, cook, clean, and da da da, or you want somebody that's gonna be gone like eight hours a day, maybe more working. Mm-hmm. It really just depends on the person. I feel like no man, whether he has it or not, they're not looking for somebody, especially if. It don't make it don't even make no sense for two broke people to be together. Facts. Right. So <laughs> why would why would somebody if a man has it or not, I just don't see him just being complacent with his woman not having any type of ambition or business about herself. Mm-hmm. Like right. you okay, you claiming a girl that's just sitting she sleeping not doing nothing. I mean, well, I don't wanna say that because that's gonna sound kinda <laughs> Never mind. But still <laughs> I just think <laughs> What I was about to say was going to sound so shallow. I didn't want to offend anybody. But um, I just feel like no man, whether he has money or not, wants somebody that doesn't have no business about themselves. Having a body and having looks, that's just a plus. Mm -hmm. But if you got business about yourself or even, it don't even got to be, you got to be a multimillionaire. If you just got a job or you, yeah, something that you can say that you do on the side rather than just sitting on your ass looking cute. Or taking pictures on Instagram. Right. And I agree with that, but I think at the same time, there are men that get intimidated by that. Yeah. So it could be they like, are. okay, that's attractive and like I like that about you. But then when you're with that person and you're like, okay, like I'm gonna be home late or you know I can't kick it this weekend because I got stuff to do, then it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to a question um, how successful women are intimidating. I was watching Poor Minds, shout out to Poor Minds, Lex P and Dre and Nicole. I love them. Um, they were having a conversation on their podcast about how successful women shouldn't be courted. So basically saying that, you know, and I guess somewhere in the same essence of a a man, you know, having it, if a girl or a woman has it, that, you know, there's no need to court her because she has everything that she needs. Mm -hmm. So do y'all, do y'all agree to that? Like if you had, if you had Oprah money right now, Mm -hmm. Oprah's bank account. Would you still expect a man to court you the regular way that you've been courted with your $3 that you got now? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, 
yeah, I feel like even though a woman has money or is successful, that doesn't mean they shouldn't be able to enjoy the luxury of having someone gift them something or just treat them yeah. as something like I mean, considering if you are a very successful woman, you got it like that. I mean, it wouldn't be unreasonable to think, hey, maybe you should treat your guy sometime or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're exempt from being courted just because they already have, they've already made something of themselves. I mean, I just think that reflects on them and shows, you know, everyone that they don't need a man, but it'd be cool to be, you know, treated every once in a while. I mean, we're still women. Like, I think women still like to be adored and Mm -hmm. just like, okay, he wants to take me out. And okay, he wants to bring me flowers. Like, not that it's a need. It's just nice. Like, it's just nice. I think if I had Oprah money and I had somebody that had Oprah money as well, maybe it would be a little bit more of Mm 50-50 than just, like, him courting me all the time Mm -hmm. because I can do it. Exactly. But, yeah, you should still court me. So would you, I guess... Because some people say when you're dating and you should date in like in your tax bracket. So if you did have <laughs> Oprah money, would you still talk to dudes that, you know, just had, I don't know, 45000 a year annually? Are we this age? Are we this age or are we Oprah's age? Mm, mm, that's a good question. Let's say we're in the middle. Okay. Mm. We're like, you know, we just hit, um, just hit 40 something. Oh, no. No? No. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do it? Uh, that might sound shallow, but no. I mean, hey. No, I don't think I would because at 40, I feel like you know what you want and what you need in a partner by that age. Yeah. So if so if you can't, I don't know, I guess kind of meet me, it would be kind of hard. It's different if maybe you have some ambition and you like still working on, uh, I don't know, business or something. Mm-hmm. That's different. But if you're just complacent in your tax bracket, I don't know if I could. Yeah. Yeah. What you think, TT? Um, I think it would depend because I feel like your tax bracket or your salary or whatever reflects your lifestyle. So I feel like if my lifestyle and his lifestyle didn't really like um like if it wasn't yeah, if it wasn't a problem, sure. You know, why not? But if it's one of the things where I'm working, working, working and you're bothered by that Mm -hmm. or if you're bothered by how much I make even because, you know, sometimes men don't like to make less than what their woman's making. If that intimidates you and I can feel that since that, then no. But if not, if it didn't cause any type of problems, why not? I feel that. Okay. Agreed. That was nice. Thank you. Let's move on to the next Tweety Tweet. La, 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 la. <laughs> I guess we can go and, well, I guess we kind of touched on this one. This one says, stop dating people that's out of your league. Stop reaching for bitches and niggas on top of shit when you aren't on yours. Motherfuckers take offense to you knowing your worth. I fuck with who I want because I got everything I need on my own. I think we just touched on that a little bit, though. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Basically, dating your tax bracket or just making sure that they on the same page as you. Agreed. Yep. All right, this one says, I want to stop smoking, but what the fuck do people who don't <laughs> smoke do all day? What do y'all do? <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> this instance. <laughs> Questions that need answers. This came from Justin LeBoy. You know we love Justin LeBoy. <laughs> respectfully. Pal. Yes, respectfully. respectfully. <laughs> no, seriously, because... I mean, I mean that, that make me sound addicted, don't it? No, but do you just, like, go to work and come home and, like, do nothing? Because that's, like, a relaxer for me. Yeah. Like, you know, it's I'm, a wind down. Yeah, like, okay, let me, you know. But, like, what do you do outside of that if you don't? Like, you just, I guess, like, the, is it the shower? <laughs> they read books. <laughs> I mean, I read books. Watch TV. Yeah, watch TV. <laughs> I think that's the problem. I don't watch TV like I that. I don't watch much TV either. Really? Do y'all, I like to sit in, like, silence. I do that, too. 
So like but I don't I don't even turn on the TV. I don't know though, cause when I call myself sitting in silence, I'm usually scrolling on my phone. And you ever just been scrolling on your phone like, why am I doing this? Like I'm not even yeah. reading what I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah, like, you just sometimes really... I'll cut on the TV to distract me from my phone, just so I can put my phone out or go smoke or whatever it there is. There it is. I was about to say, I'll roll up. Yeah, <laughs> we call roll a friend up to, to roll up. <laughs> <laughs> we roll up to wind down. Yeah. So I guess that was the last one. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay, no, this is the last one. <laughs> you think I'm going to put you through a pregnancy and not marry you? Crazy tale self. Agreed. Proposing at the baby <laughs> shower, though, because you ain't finna finesse me. <laughs> this Okay, so here's my problem with this. <laughs> Do not. First of all, I, I'm, I'm not getting married. I'm not having a baby unless I'm married, married before. anyway. Perfect. So... Do if if it happens and I just so happen to pop one out before I get married, I hate seeing those shits where the push gift is a ring. That's, not, that's a cheat. That's, that's you cheating. Right. You cheating. Why yeah. No? Why do you think that? Because why you got that shouldn't be my push gift. I should get a car. Thank okay, that's what you're saying. <laughs> a purse. Agreed. Agreed. Something. An actual gift. Like a ring. Like because that's not. That's gonna get that anyway. <laughs> right. Like you. Anyway. You was gonna do that regardless. regardless. You should have did it before, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> right. But the ring as the push gift. No, it's sir. I don't want that. Take it back. Yeah. Get the receipt, get your refund or whatever, whether it's 80%, 70 50 mm-hmm. and go put that on a down payment for a car. Right. Go buy me a purse. Right. Or buy me some jewelry. <laughs> some Not shoes. a ring, though. You know, maybe a nice outfit for after I'm done having a baby. Yeah, a like, vacation. A little, you know. Something. Something. A gift. Give me something to look forward to. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, but you can look forward to a wedding. I mean, yeah, but that's stress. Like, you just had a baby. Now you got to plan a wedding. That's a lot of stress. stress. I, a vacation would be a lot nicer. True. Okay. I want to go on a baby moon anyway. A baby moon? Yes. I followed this girl. She went on a baby moon. She was like, it was probably like, let me see, 30 weeks? No, less than that. She was about to pop. And her husband took her on a vacation, just them two, because that's going to be the last, well, not the last vacation, but, you know, before they become three people instead of two people. So mm-hmm. he took her on a baby moon. I thought it was very cute. Aww, I wonder why it's nice. called that, yeah. a baby moon. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what she called it. I've heard that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on that was my show. first time hearing that. I've never heard yeah. that. So my I want friend, one. my friend, her um, her baby father got her some um, some tickets uh, for her a vacation after she's pregnant. That's nice too. Yeah, yeah. Because at least she can like drink and turn up and whatnot. Yes. Cause yeah. Shorty that I follow, she was having like virgin uh, versions of whatever her husband was drinking or whatever drink she wanted. She had like virgin pina coladas or whatever. I'm like, mm. dang, that's kind of lame. I but saw somebody say virgin mimosa. <laughs> Just say orange juice. Right. Virgin mimosas. <laughs> Just Girl back. Orange juice. You're drinking orange juice. Just <laughs> OJ, be honest honey. with yourself. All right, so let's go ahead and move forward. I guess we can go ahead and get into the main topic. And today's topic is finding your passion and manifesting success. Um, specifically manifesting success because I always notice that um, people in social media always talk about, you know, how you're supposed to manifest love and manifest mm-hmm. relationships and mm-hmm. things of that nature but i rarely see anybody really get into how you can manifest your own success or manifest your passion and one of the reasons why i chose you two ladies to come on is because you do multiple things and you do what you do multiple things as well mm-hmm. so just want to see you know you know dig into these brains <laughs> okay <laughs> so the first question is what is your passion you okay. Um, <laughs> my passion would be what we're doing right now: sitting behind a mic, talking, getting to know other people, um, radio, 
that's just where I am. That's my passion. That's what I love to do. How did you find it? Did so it find you? It did find me. I always knew that I wanted to be in entertainment media. I just didn't know which way I wanted to go. Like, at one point, I wanted to be, like, a publicist. And mm -hmm. at another point, I wanted to be um, a news anchor. So when I got to college, my sophomore year, I had a professor, and he ran our college program, which was called The Lab. And he asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I didn't do the radio, though. I was just kind of like in the club, I guess, mm. but I didn't really do anything. So I went to watch a couple of shows and I like started liking it and then I guest hosted on a couple and then um, my junior year I was like, all right, I want my own show. So did that and ever since then I've just been doing it. That's lit. Yeah. I can relate to the, um, you know, being in mass comm because it's mass communication so right. you can really choose anything. Any, anything yeah, yeah. So. I know I went from, I think I always wanted to do digital media and telecommunications, but it just in in that concentration, there's mm -hmm. still multiple right. areas. Right. I could have did radio or yeah. TV. Yeah. So it took me a while to really decide that. So I can definitely feel you on that. And my concentration was broadcast journalism. Mm -hmm. So like my classes were based around doing things that you would do for television or news reporting. Like I was always having to film some type of video or report mm -hmm. on something. And then at one point I was um, writing for our newspaper, The Grambling Night. And then it was just like, I'm confused. Like I just, uh, what, which one do I go to? <laughs> and so yeah, radio was my end goal. What about you, TT, little T? Um, to be transparent. What's up, T? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done, I'm sorry. What's ahead. up, Lynn? Oh, the, um, <laughs> I hit it wrong. <laughs> Don't start. What's up, friend? Hey. Okay. Talk too much. Um, to be transparent, I don't really, I don't want to say I don't know. I've always thought fitness was my passion, you know, considering I'm a personal trainer and all that. But, like, I don't know. Lately, I've just been having these thoughts where I'm like, I feel like I don't feel the same, like, that that fire that mm -hmm. everybody feels within their passion. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if, if I'm just looking for a feeling that's, you know, that I'm just kind of making up in my head or if I'm just doubting myself or whatever it is. Um, but the other day I was on Instagram talking to people about the same topic and a lot of people made me aware that some people, you know, have multiple passions throughout their life. So I'm like, yeah. not saying I'm just going to drop fitness because I still love fitness. It's just I've been going through like a little funk where I haven't even been super um, consistent. So I'm like, do, is this my passion? How can this be my passion? And I'm not even going to the gym in however many weeks, you know? Mm -hmm. But that, again, could just be doubt. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go with fitness, but because I have that, that doubt in my head, that's what's making me think maybe it's not my passion. Maybe I'm just taking this too seriously as far as, like, it being my passion. So I'm kind of in a weird space right now, to be honest with you. I'm trying to find that one thing that I just, I just love beyond measure and I just really want to put my all into. But I don't know. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now, to be frank. And personal trainer, you had to take a test and all that stuff to get that certification, right? Mm -hmm. I did, I did. I had to do some studying and some tests. I actually want to get recertified. The certification that I got is, I don't want to call it weak, but I could have a better certification. I want to be more educated in my field. Um, but yeah, I just recently started working full-time for the first time ever. It's taking a lot of time out of my, my days, and I think that's what's kind of uh, making me less consistent, so I just have to find a flow and a schedule that allows me to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think I'm just working through that at the moment, but I'm going to go with fitness. I really do love it. I love being in the gym. I love helping other people love the gym. I love people. I love helping people get in shape. 
um, and just look at working out differently because I feel like most people dread working out or what being you, active at all. What made you get into fitness? What was it? Um, I in high school I took a body sculpting class and just seeing like yeah they my school had a lot it's called body sculpting but it was just weight tra- weight training for females basically oh okay. yeah they <laughs> called it body sculpting though I guess to make us me- appeal more to it like mm-hmm. women appeal more to it and I loved it like just seeing because my coach um used to like track our ra- our maxes and our you know just really track it and I just I found it really fun and after that I kind of just got into it my dad he my brother's a football player so I'm kind of always around like sports and being mm-hmm. active and stuff my dad's a track coach so I'm always around that kind of stuff and I just really enjoy it it's fun yeah so and then I ran track in high school too so that got me into conditioning for real yeah you you knew I ran track <laughs> I did it Girl, you think I got these legs from just walking around yeah Cece do got some nice legs <laughs> yeah. her legs strong as hell <laughs> No, I did not know you ran track. What yeah, you ran? Bro, I was ran. Fast. Yeah, okay, so look. The 100. Yeah, I started running that late, and I'm so mad that I did that because I started off doing the 200 and the 400. I don't know if y'all ever ran track, Ooh. but the 400 yeah. is hell, okay? Yeah. Hell. It's one lap, <laughs> but they run it like it's a sprint. I was like, hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> so I sucked a little bit at the 400. I ain't going to lie, but the 200 was really fun. So I was like, That's you know halfway what? around, right? Yeah, 200 is like the curve and a straightaway. So oh, you started the bang. The bend. Yeah. I love when they go like this. <laughs> I loved it. So, yeah, the last year I did the 100 and the 200, but then I got injured. So I didn't even get to have too much fun doing that. Mm. Yeah, I wish I would have did track, like, starting from when I was a kid. But, you know, they put little girls in cheerleading and dancing and stuff like that. My mama recently told me the other day that she ran track, and she was a sprinter. And I said, how dare you not sprint? Go, Kelly, go. <laughs> yeah, right. Go, Kelly Johnson. <laughs> how dare you not um put me into track? I could have been out here sprinting. You could have. I don't think I would have been a sprinter, though. I'm definitely long distance. Yeah, you got flat feet. <laughs> you got flat okay. feet. You, you said it, not me. You said it, <laughs> not me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anywho, y'all ain't going to talk about my flat feet. Well, you're passionate. This isn't about me. Okay, fine. Oh, well, my passion is similar, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just like to talk. Um, I guess I've always wanted to, similar to what um, Miko said, I've always wanted to be in entertainment. Like, when I was a kid, when my dad was taking me to school, V V103, Steve Harvey Morning Show, Tom Joyner, I was always listening to that. So, mm-hmm. when from a jit, I always knew that I wanted to be on the TV screen, or at least I wanted people to hear my voice. Right. But when I got to middle school, I think that was around eighth grade where we was going to high school, and my mom was trying to get me in the magnet because she didn't want me to go to the school I was zoned in because it was ghetto. <laughs> so at first, I had checked, I think, dance or something, something that wasn't theater because I did theater. And I had one teacher, Miss Riddick. I'll never forget the conversation. She pulled me to the side because I had to get references. She pulled me to the side and said, is this what you really want to do? I was like... I mean, yeah, I guess my mom wants me to go to school, so I picked something. I like to dance. She was like, but is it something that you really want to do? Do you think dancing is it? And I was like, I don't know, Miss Riddick. Do you think there's something else? She was like, I think you should go with what works best for you. Mm-hmm. We need teachers like that. And right. I sat down, and I had to print out a whole new paper and go through and get my references all over again because I had changed, a whole, I changed my major from dance to theater. So mm-hmm. I did theater all through high school. I did performances. I really just, I've really been a performer since I was little. So I've always been on stage. I did the little, you know, the little model cast things that mm-hmm. be in the mall. <laughs> Honey, I was at all of those. Um, go, girl. Yes. Um, it's just, 
you know, it's always just been a thing for me that I just wanted to, I just want to talk. Now, when I got to college, it, I fell off. Um, I was like, man, this radio shit, uh, whatever. I'm just find me a good major so I can get me a good job, mm-hmm. make money, and go live my life after. That's mm-hmm. always what you think. Right. That's what they feed into you, though, yeah. when you first get into college. I mean, some people will support your dreams, but some people be like, well, boy, you make money doing that. Uh-huh. And you be like, well, damn, now that I think about it, maybe not. And it's crazy <laughs> because my mom was one of those people. My mom used to force me to major in, like, computer science. I think it's a generational like thing, though. And I'm like, it could be. I don't want to do. First of all, I hate math. Mm-hmm. I said, mass communication, I only got to take one math class. Mom. Yep. <laughs> computer science means I'm taking math all four years mm-hmm. <laughs> of my college computer career. Science is hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That one class I had to take that was computer science. Child, I'm glad I came out with a D. Girl. Hello. <laughs> D's get degrees. Okay. Don't ever forget D's it. And C's. <laughs> um, products right here. <laughs> But um, it wasn't until senior year of college that I started um, getting back into radio. And I found a passion, and that's when me and Taj, you know, she graduated, I graduated, and we got onto the pod, and here we are. So I'm living in my passion. I think I'm just still, you know, baby step, still Mm -hmm. just creating doors Mm -hmm. and creating, you know, content. Yeah, Yeah. I'm still young. I'm I'm at the first steps. It feels like I'm there. But I know I'm not there all the way. Do you you working though? Do you guys ever get discouraged? Like for me, I had like this past month has been like a wreck. Like it's like, am I doing the right thing? Like you just start questioning everything. Mm -hmm. But like for me, I know I can't see myself doing anything else. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, shit. Like I want to do this, but it's you know not being monetized just yet and mm-hmm. i'm just talking <laughs> you know i'm just i'm talking for free which is cool i understand that there are stepping stones mm-hmm. but you know it's kind of like you just want to make sure that everything you're doing is going to be enough to get you where you want to be yeah. and you can't really Definitely. really know that Definitely. so i mean I, I so i'll ask so do you think it should be monetized because for me I, this is something that I will probably do for free Mm -hmm. for my whole life if I can choose. Mm -hmm. Like, I I love it that much that I don't mind not getting paid. Yeah. So, I know for fitness, like, you know, you you paying folks for that. Yeah, and the thing is with fitness is, like, like you can can do this for free. Well, I don't know. I'm not too in the, you know, the industry. But you wouldn't be out of too much money doing it for free. With fitness, right. if you mm-hmm. want to work at somebody's gym, you want to train your people at somebody's gym, nine times out of ten, you got to pay them for that. So the only, only way for me to not be going into debt trying to do what I love is to charge people for it. But if it was something that I could do for free, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing it for free. But I think ideally it would be something that I would want to make a living out of. Right. Like I don't want to keep working jobs that I don't really care about mm-hmm. because I do love this so much. So I could do it for free. Definitely. I do it for free now. I've been doing it for free since college. Mm-hmm. But I just want to make it to the point that I don't have to do it for free. I think that's where monetizing your passion comes in is because you love it so much, you want to do just that or mm-hmm. you want to center your life around that. But living in America, you can't do you can't right. you know, you gotta make money somehow. So right. if you're not able to monetize your passion Usually people just start looking elsewhere and yeah. getting some other something else. Maybe it might relate, maybe not. But see, and that's how that's the one thing I wouldn't want to do. Like I don't want to get to the point where it's like, okay, which I don't think I would because I do love it that much. But I don't want to get to the point where it's like this isn't working. So let me see what else I can do because mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day, I don't I don't think there's anything that I would love as much as 
radio. I don't think, think. I think that, like what you said, I think that's how a lot of people get discouraged. Yeah. yeah. You know, just seeing that the money's not coming in. So, right. like, maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Maybe right. I should move forward and do something else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now in the age that we're in, it's people's always like, you know, get in your bag, get in your bag, make <laughs> yep. some money. And that's another <laughs> yeah. thing. Social it, media plays a huge role, I feel absolutely. like, because you're looking at all the people that are successful in what you want to do, and you're like, damn, they there, why am I not there? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think comparison is really the thief of joy, like, when mm-hmm. it comes to, especially in your passion, because naturally you're going to gravitate people that are in the same field as you. So you see them on Instagram or Twitter or whatever doing their thing, and you're like, damn, I'm still sitting here doing this for free. <laughs> but I feel like yeah. a lot of times we got to remember, people on social media are only going to um, broadcast the good things. They're not going to tell you when they're doing stuff for free. They're not going to show you what it took for them to get to the monetizing point. Right. So I think a lot of times we got to just sit back and be like, you know what, this is my journey. It's going to be different than so-and-so's, but eventually I'll get to where I need to be. You just got to believe that. Because if not, time. yeah, exactly. Nothing is going to happen overnight. And I think that's that's the problem because we see so many people, what, Stunner for Vegas, he got rich in six months. Right. Um, who else got rich quick as hell? Um, uh, Everybody. Fugiano, I he think from he, the country. He won a, a <laughs> contest, and that's how he got signed. He from where mm-hmm. I'm from. Mm-hmm. He down there in Cordell. But it just ain't like that. That, that ain't everybody's story. Right. And you know what they say, you can lose it just as fast as you got it. Right. Not to wish bad on, on nobody that, you know, got, got rich it, quick yeah. or got up quick, but you got to still maintain it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people just forget that you still, those folks still got to work. Right. Like, they still working. You still Absolutely. working. Yeah, yeah. They, it ain't just getting handed to them, even right. though it seemed like it. Right. But it's definitely not just getting handed. So um, next question, does passion equal purpose? Uh, I don't think so. Like I said, um, people brought to my attention that, you know, you may have, multiple passions throughout life so I don't want to say passion exactly equals purpose because you know what even is purpose you know what I'm saying right. like <laughs> and how do you find it right like how do you I mean know? How, that's same for passion though what is your passion how do you find it mm-hmm. yeah it is the same I don't know I feel like a lot of times we feel like we're all here for like this one purpose like this is what you're here to do but it may not be that you may be here to do multiple things you may just be here to be here that may sound bad but you know what i mean like everybody is not gonna be a world changer or you know yeah you might just be here to play your role yeah and and live your life and be happy however that however you be happy so i don't know i'd say no not not directly it can be your passion can be your purpose but i don't say it equals purpose Mm. i don't think it equals purpose either i think i think you want it to but I don't I don't think it's ideal that your one passion or your multiple passions or whatever could equal the one thing that you're on this earth to do. Like like you said, Tiana, it could just be something you could just be here and right. live in the moment. And that may be your purpose. Your may your purpose may be how you touch other people's lives and, right. you know, the good person that you are. Not everybody's here on this world to be famous or, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, you know, be Oprah or whatever. Right. Um yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I have to disagree. I think it, it they tie in because, like TT said, you know, you can have different passions. It doesn't all have to be one just one just one thing, but those different passions could be your purpose, mm-hmm. and it could all just sum it up into one thing of what your purpose is. So, because I feel like you know everybody has their 
life written out for him already. We just going through the we just going through the motion. Yeah, Hello. yeah. What so they say you make a plan and God laughs. Mm-hmm. He'd be laughing hard <laughs> at me <laughs> all the time. Me, really? Talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Lol, girl. He thought. <laughs> girl, he thought. thought. Girl, girl, girl. Sit oh, down. Babe. Let me show you something. Right. That's that's the crazy thing about God. We ain't gonna get into God right now. But I mean, <laughs> no, we can. That's the crazy thing about God, because He'll have you sitting there thinking that, and I think that's why it's really good when you are really in tune with your gut and your intuition. Mm-hmm. Because if you're able to really sit down and discern and mm-hmm. listen to what God really has for you, I feel like that makes things so much easier. It does. Because when you sit and you think of the, you just, you think about how you want things to go and how this should go, how this should go and how this should go, then, you know, it's just, it, it doesn't work out. It's better. I hate to say go with the flow because I mean that's kind of what it is though. Because mm, I don't I don't like saying that because it just sounds so lazy. I disagree. Mm, I, don't I think, think it going lazy. with the flow is actually the opposite of lazy. Because think about it, like like everyday life makes you feel like you need to be in control. Like you need to mm-hmm. decide what you're doing, how you're doing it. This is my plan for the day, the week, the month, whatever. But I think it takes a special person to be able to get up every day. And I mean, there's a there's a limit to going with the flow. You still right, gotta yeah. you know put some type of structure to your life, mm-hmm. but. I think it takes a lot to get up every day and be like, you know, I'm going to let God take me how yeah. I should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. take me through today or take me through life or whatever it is. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's lazy either. I think it's actually could possibly be one of the healthiest things that a person can do. Agreed. Because when you do sit there and you stress over every little detail and where you're supposed to be or where you think you're supposed to be, it just creates too many problems, too many headaches, too much stress. So I think going with the flow is very healthy, yeah. very healthy. So. Mm. Okay, I agree, I agree. So the big question of the day, we're going to wrap it up just a little bit. <laughs> um, how can you find your own passion? For somebody that, you know, if we're speaking to somebody that, you know, they're just lost out there, they need that type of guidance, what would you tell somebody if they're looking for it, how they can find their own passion and know for sure that's what, you're meant to do um I would say try everything and don't get discouraged if something doesn't work out because it can be hard to find like what you really some people have a hard time finding what they really love to do it's not like super easy so I think you have to try every every little thing that piques your interest whether it be fitness or radio or I don't know working with kids or whatever you just have to you have to fall into it without question, without doubt, without fear and see how it plays out. And if it doesn't work out, then maybe the next one will. Or maybe it's just not that time for that one thing that you love to do. So don't. Yeah, you just have to you have to go for it. Like leap of faith, Agreed. like jump in that bitch. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> like I seriously, agree. the deep end. Yeah. Like. We was just talking know. about that the other day, me and TT. Or what, I don't know if it's me and you or it was somebody else, but I was talking about, you know, when you just got to jump in, you got to jump into the deep end. Don't yeah, jump into four feet. You need to jump in 18. Like, you right. need to know just not if you're going to survive. Like, right. you just have to oh, just go for it. <laughs> I can't swim. <laughs> don't worry about it, sweetheart. Just jump. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, just. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I would. I pretty much agree. Um, I would say to find your passion to think about things you love to do, something that just brings you just peace mm-hmm. in this crazy world. Um, and pretty much what you said, just just try everything because you never know what it is. Like, 
uh, right before Corona happened, I went and skated because I was bored with my best friend. And I had the time of my life, <laughs> time of my life skating. And I was like, let me find out I like to skate. <laughs> you know, and then Rona happens. So I haven't been back since. But, you know, it's just like you never know what you'll love. Even something that you might have tried before, mm-hmm. you know, try it again and see how it feels. And I don't know. I think you just got to really just put yourself out there and see what it is that you want to do. That was beautiful. Thank you. Okay. So we're going to get into <laughs> the fishbowl segment. And that's basically where we say one thing that you're mad about and another thing that you're glad about. So we can go around the room because I don't got nothing yet. Me <laughs> neither. Hopefully Miss Love do. Uh, I'm <laughs> mad as hell that we're still in this pandemic. Okay. I'm glad that I'm safe, my loved ones are safe, and I'm working. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes, that's a nice one. Um, Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. I am glad that the warm weather is coming back, okay? Okay. I'm Mm -hmm. here for it. I'm not a winter baby. I hate it. I hate the cold. Um, And then I am sad that it's it's Sunday, which means I got to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's for real. I got to get up early, too, (laughs) 7.30. Actually, 6, because I got to get there by 7.30. Ooh. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay, though. That's yeah, right. I am. 11 to 8. Mm. Oh, wow. That's nice. It's okay. It has its pros and cons. Yeah. I used to be on that shift, too. Really? We were shift buddies at one point. Okay. It was carpooling. They done fucked us up. All yeah, the way. We used to have a good little, you know, good little, yeah, a little routine. Yeah. yeah, good morning. Yeah. We had lunch together. <laughs> lunch. Now she got a new lunch buddy. I'd be jealous. It's okay. Uh, anywho, um, I guess I'm mad that... Um, all these people came to Atlanta this weekend, and you couldn't even go into the All-Star game. Y'all just out here finagling and finessing and just out here in these streets for what? Tough. People sleeping in cars. I seen U-Hauls. that. U-Hauls. Seen yes. U-Hauls. In getting out the trunk. The trunk. Somebody was trying to justify her. They was like, I mean, in her defense, they probably got there, and there were no more cars to rent, so they just had to get what they had to get. And somebody commented and said, that's when they should have turned around and went back right. home. Right. And you're supposed <laughs> to take care of stuff like that before, before you get to yeah. your destination. Yeah. You're supposed to book a car so you know you have something to set up. Right. right. Why would you fly into Atlanta and just expect for Enterprise to have your back? Right. <laughs> Knowing it's a lot going on. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. First of all. So that's what I'm mad about. What I'm happy about is I think I am now addicted to Dunkin' Donuts. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> and that ice latte with the French vanilla swirl. Mm. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. This this morning, the the one I went to, they was out of French vanilla. I said, what type of shit is this? Is this McDonald's? Where the ice cream machine is broken? You ain't the only one in love with it, clearly. Right. I had to get hazelnut. It was okay. Yeah. Hazelnut's not bad. Hazelnut, schmazelnut. Right. <laughs> I'd much rather have seen oh have you seen coming to america too no i have not Aww. i need to go home and watch it it's okay it's right. oh, am i missing anything mm. okay that's all y'all had to say it's something that you just <laughs> throw on like when you at the house you ain't got nothing else you to gonna do. watch it though just because it's coming See, to well, right i need something with a purpose because i'm gonna go home and cook you it know i don't right let my steak out and i got this whole Come meal plan you know i got this whole straight. meal it's sunday so Sunday we got a good dinner. meal. Yeah. Aww. So I need something that I could be like, okay, this is it. I mean, with my food. It kept me like entertained. Like I was watching it. It wasn't nothing where I just started getting on my phone. And okay. Like, okay. But it was entertaining. It was just, I don't know. It's definitely not the same vibe as the first one, in my opinion. Like, okay. It, I mean, but I feel like anytime they try to sequel one of these legendary type movies, it mm-hmm. never really compares to the first one, especially right. when you do it this late in the game. Like, right. to America, literally, how long ago? 30 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. It's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. If you ladies could drop your socials again so the people can hear. 
You can go first. And Feller. Um, my Instagram is at Meeks, which is M-E-I-K-K-S. And my Twitter is underscore. And my Twitter is the same thing with a couple more S's. I think it's like three. Hmm. Yes. And then you can follow um, in, Inexperienced Adults or IBNX Radio Network. Cool, sure. cool. My Instagram is Tiana.x, T-I-A-N-A dot X. My Twitter is underscore It's Lil T. I be on Twitter a little bit more than Instagram these days. I'm taking a little hiatus from Instagram. And you are already Schnells. It's Tara Simone on all platforms. And you can always follow the podcast page at The Verified Vibes on Instagram. We don't have a Twitter yet, but it will be soon. And, of course, you can listen to us on any platform that you use to listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, we all, that. all that. And if you want to see our beautiful faces, the tubes. Do not forget about the tubes. <laughs> and another shout-out, special shout-out always to the plug, ATL, because we be in this thing every other week. Perfect. So, um, yes. Thank you, ladies. Thank I appreciate you. Thank y'all. Thank you, yeah. And um, that's it. Yay! <laughs> and you already know this is the verified vibes, and the vibe has been verified, period. I like that. Yes. Okay, Come on, verified outro. vibes. <laughs> Come on, outro.